God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And so, so there's some big news coming out of the SUCOTUS. Uh, we have a reversal of Roe v. Wade. That's uh, pretty amazing. Um, it came in the form of a leak. And that seems to be even a bigger deal. Um, and then the question is, what will Biden do? So we're going to be uh, getting into uh, a little bit of that. And uh, it's it's just it's a very interesting time we're living in. Uh, the Democrats, the Democrats seem to be happy with the leak. What does that tell you? So that's interesting, too, that the Democrats are glad that the leaker leaked on the Republican side or the conservative side. They're they're not happy about the leak and it's not going to change anything. It's going to, if anything, it's going to allow people, uh, the justices, to dig into and get entrenched in their decision. The only spineless person that I think could waffle is Chief Justice Roberts, but that doesn't seem likely. So you have Gorsuch and Amy Coney Barrett and uh, Clarence Thomas and, of course, Judge Alito, who wrote the opinion that was leaked. And... Uh, and so you basically have a five to four split. Now, what happens? This uh, uh, right for abortion goes to the states. And now the states can compete. This is uh, more like federalism. This is more like uh, uh, what it should be. Uh, it should be up to the states to do this. And if anything... Um, to not codify something on a federal level that has no jurisdiction whatsoever in in the federal government, um, what a woman could do with her body, or or the uh, choice that's made, or the sanctity of life for the baby, um, these are states' issues, and it's interesting to see how this plays out. You know, 
uh, Joe Biden uh, promised that if Roe v. Wade was overturned, he would codify the law in Congress, push Congress to do it. Number one, I don't think they would have the Senate votes, but that's neither here nor there. Um, That's what this leak was about. This leak was about giving Congress, and it wasn't so much about changing the hearts and minds of the spineless judges like a Judge uh, Chief Justice uh, Thomas, Uh, but um, not Thomas, Chief Justice Roberts, and uh, you know his spine, spine, spinelessness. But it was really about two things. Really, it was about getting Congress to codify before the ruling comes out. And again, that's a a breach of trust, a breach of ethics, a breach of sanctity of what was supposed to be the Supreme Court on an island of justice. And so whoever did this leaking uh, is going to, you know, pay pay dearly with their career. And it's it's a doggone shame. And you just... What are the odds? What are the odds of this leaker? What are the odds? I'm betting the house and the farm and the car and the boat that it's a liberal. I mean, it just smells that way, doesn't it? And all the liberals on social media are endorsing this leak, almost like as if they know. And a lot of people were uh, saying that... Uh, the journalist, his last name is Ward from Politico, who leaked it. They thought it was weird that he would be the leaker. He would be the one that had the inside track. And some people don't think it's, they don't think it's Sotomayor's clerk or anything like that, like a liberal clerk, so much as it could be, uh, like it wasn't a liberal justice that put their clerk up to it. It was possibly the, the email system that is not connected to the internet, that is internal to the SCOTUS, somehow was compromised and was accessed by a set of eyes that then copied, pasted, forwarded an email to the journalist. It's a big get if you're a journalist, but what kind of ethics do you have if you're a journalist and you print something like that and change the court forever? This has a major impact on the court. And there's a lot of scholars that are talking about how how serious this problem is. SCOTUS themselves has made an announcement as well. So we're going to see what happens there. See how this all rolls out. But um, I wanted to get to uh, Jonathan Turley's report. Uh, he, he had a really good report. And uh, I'm get oh, here it is. Yeah, right here. Jonathan Turley wrote this. If the culprit is a lawyer, disbarment would seem a virtual certainty. This person may be a, a hero in the eyes of some, but will remain a pariah a pariah in the eyes of any ethical lawyer. Yet disbarment could be the least of the problems. 
If a suspect lies to the FBI, there could be prosecution under 18 U.S.C. 1001. Thus, the culprit will have to make a decision today of whether to radically increase the potential costs of this act. This is a relatively small number of people, of individuals with access to these drafts. It is likely that the culprit will be contacted quickly with others by investigators. That will prove a critical moment that could transform an unethical into a criminal act. Hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. It's a very big deal. And we'll see how this goes. You know, on Twitter, there was a uh, a lot of a lot of uh, Democrats that that you know are basically turning a blind eye to these things. You know, I read this last night, and it said uh, this this Amy Kremer. 1776, she writes, I stand with Planned Parenthood signs tonight outside of SCOTUS. Who arranged to get those signs to the court tonight? The leak was clearly a coordinated strategic uh, strategy and effort. So last night, there was protesters outside of the SCOTUS. um, And they had these pre-printed signs, all made up, that said, I stand with Planned Parenthood. Now, who made those signs? I mean, they didn't just get printed that moment that the leak came out. This had to have been coordinated in some way. I would think. Because they were professionally printed signs. This wasn't like a handwritten sign. And they were passed out. So... You know, that tells you that this this was coordinated. Sort of like January 6th was coordinated. Or the impeachment call with Ukraine was coordinated. You know, all these things. You know, the Democrat parties aren't that skillful. You should have seen, I mean, I was watching video of Nancy Pelosi greeting and meeting Zelensky over in Ukraine. And it's just, she looked like a fish out of water. She looked surprisingly weak and shaky, wearing spiked heels in a war zone, skin-tight pants at 70-something years old. It's just, it was odd. And she's waving her hands around like a flake. And Zelensky's not even listening to her. And he goes about meeting all these other liberal congressman and it was just um it was just a really bad set of optics and uh it just goes to show you how weak-minded this person is because she doesn't come across like a serious person she comes across like a mean person that that what gets delivered out of her is from a place of meanness It's uh, vicious. She's a vicious, wicked woman. That's my read on Nancy Pelosi. But, you know, also I got to thinking about every time you see these new uh, monies being, being doled out 
And I wrote this yesterday. I said, every time the head of the Biden crime family sends millions and billions of aid to Ukraine, who's to say Zelensky hasn't agreed to wire quid pro Joe a portion of the money in an offshore numbered account to be accessed by Hunter in Malibu? This goes for COVID relief and any other government spending program. Samantha Power, for example, is the head of the USAID. She controls all the money flow. She was the UN ambassador who was spying and unmasking. And she did more unmasking than any other politician in Washington. And she was the UN ambassador. She had no place to do the unmasking. And she unmasked all of these people in this setup of the Russian hoax. I mean, these powerful people that are corrupt as hell are keep getting these promotions, like a Susan Rice lies through her teeth about Benghazi and then gets promoted within the Obama regime. And Samantha Power is the same. And she now controls all this money. And who's to say, you know, you have a meeting... And you say, how much aid do you need? And they say, I need $800 million. And then you have somebody say to somebody, whisper in an ear. So the usual account, you'll put the $10 million of that $800 million. You'll, you'll, you'll wire that $10 million to this account, right? And then, you know, Hunter Biden living out there in Malibu, is basically going to get his ATM card out or go online and do a wire transfer or call the bank and wire transfer this stuff and set up these nonprofit foundations or whatever business they're in and all of a sudden come up with great new high-paying customers that really don't exist, but they're shell companies. And that's what these... um, Companies are, they they have a lot of shell companies and they set up these shell accounts and these shell companies and they dole the money out and they start spending things through these shell companies as if they're like these startups that are basically going to take a loss and never pay taxes on them. I remember this one Russian-Ukrainian guy, he's part Russia, part Ukraine, and uh, I think his last name was, could have been Pinchuk. Uh, but he was basically holding these big, huge fundraisers. Fundraisers. And he was holding these fundraisers in Washington, D.C. and in California where he lived. But he had a place in D.C. as well. And he would get these government contracts. And Adam Schiff was behind it. And there were supposed to be these airbuses, these sh- airships that never, ever took flight, but always in research and development. And I remember doing some Google researching on his properties and this office where you were supposed to be doing these airships and they were, where they were getting hundreds of millions of dollars was nothing. It was it was like off of an off of an airport somewhere. But there wasn't any big office. There wasn't any and if you look up uh the business directory and you 
dig into the business, how many employees does it have? It had no employees. It, it was like two, two or three people. And then you did some. I did some searching on LinkedIn and found every connection I could find to that company, and there was like two or three people, and all of them were getting hundreds of millions of dollars from the government, from the Congress that would greenlight funding, and these were generally bills by Adam Schiff, who was pushing this stuff. And next thing you know, you see Adam Schiff at the guy's house at a fundraiser along with Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of other people. So they give the guy $800 million. Uh, I, I don't know what the figure was, actually. Let's just say it's $500 million. But it was, a, it was hundreds of millions of dollars. And I could dig up the research I did on that. It was a couple of years ago. But... um. They then took some of that money and threw these great big parties and got a lot of people that they influence to contribute to the Democrat Party who contributes back to them. It's this circular funding. The teachers unions do it. Planned Parenthood has done it. Planned Parenthood did it. I mean, Planned Parenthood gets $500 million when they don't need it because they got private corporate funding as well, woke funding. Like these airlines are getting in the business now and this is going to be a new cottage industry and these woke corporations and companies like Delta are going to basically fly fly individuals from one state to another to get the abortion. That's the next shoe to drop. That's the next thing that's going to happen. These woke corporations are going to say, okay, you can't get an abortion in Texas? We'll fly you to New York or we'll fly you to L.A. or San Francisco or wherever to get your abortion. We'll take care of everything because we're a woke corporation. And that's, what, that's the next thing they'll do. But the government gets involved in rewarding this behavior and it's just another way to pay to play. And this is a real problem. So Planned Parenthood's using taxpayer dollars, and guess what? It's not just liberal tax donations, because it's tax dollars. And those tax dollars you paid. So your money goes directly into the pocket of a Planned Parenthood person who then takes that money and gives it to Nancy Pelosi Adam Schiff, and all these people we can't stand. But your money ends up going into the coffers and pockets of the liberals who are basically killing our children. Think about it. It's wrong on every aspect, every level. It's wrong. And there needs to be a law to prevent that from happening. That somehow... Planned Parenthood can't make campaign donations. They should not be allowed to do that if they're going to accept government funding. It should be a, there should be a law and a rule, but that's not the case. And the same is true with the CDC. 98% of all of their campaign donations that their employees made 
went into the pockets of liberals. And so naturally, it's a, it's a culture thing. University funding and research and development coming up with results from their research that benefit the Democrat Party. The science says, well, the science was paid for. The outcome was paid for. The outcome of that science. This is the corruption we live in. So when I ask the question, every time the head of the Biden crime family sends millions and billions of dollars of aid, in quotes, to Ukraine, who is to say Zelensky hasn't agreed to wire the quid pro quo crime, Biden crime family a position, a portion of the money in an offshore numbered account to be accessed by Hunter in Malibu? This goes for COVID relief, any other government spending program. Samantha Powers in charge of USAID. It goes for that, too. It goes for all the money we're spending in the U.N., and then when people go to New York, they get the red carpet treatment, stay at the Waldorf Astoria, and get taken out to dinner, wined and dined by all these people that are benefiting from the billions of dollars that the United States gives the United Nations. You're a VIP because you've come packed with millions and billions, and you give it to the UN. You get anything you want. But you're not spending your money, you're spending you're spending the average working Americans' money from Nebraska and from flyover country. And this is where it's got to stop. But it's never going to stop. This is the corruption of globalists. So I wanted to read a couple of more of these things. Um, there was a uh oh right here. Okay, yeah, it's a little disorganized today. Um well, there's this, this new clip we're gonna be playing for you. It's outrageous. Um there's a couple of clips we have lined up today. All right, there's two two different leakers uh leaks, but I'm gonna play this one. So Andrew Kloster writes, I've been informed it's weird that political national security reporter Alex Ward broke the SCOTUS story, and my new working theory is that it wasn't a Sotomayor clerk, but that the SCOTUS email system is compromised. Cernovich writes, this makes more sense than the other theory. SCOTUS clerk would know how to launder this better than to go directly to a reporter he's been on record with. All right. And then Democrats. So I just was making a point that trending on the Internet, you basically have mostly all Democrats. So the leaker, uh, this person says, the leaker is a patriot exposing the SCOTUS uh, as a not impartial institution that is fickle and willing to strip rights it has previously granted at the drop of a hat. Well, that's all spin, very much not true. Um, They say, I hope this has damning repercussions for SCOTUS and the Republican Party. Rest in piss is what he says. So, disgusting post. 
But he was replying to SCOTUS blog who says, it is impossible to overstate the earthquake this will cause inside the court in terms of the destruction of trust among the justices and staff. This leak is the gravest, most unforgivable sin. That's pretty strong words. Absolutely. So there was another one I was looking for, and she cited, you know, uh, Nazi Germany and Soviet bloc. uh, You know, they were basically had strong uh, anti-abortion laws. And in Europe right now, Germany is starting to get more progressive and lift it's a it's strict abortion, abortion laws, and this is something that I didn't uh, realize. Um, and that now you you got people from Poland going to uh, Germany to get their abortions, you know. And for my my situation here is again, I, I believe it's a state issue, and I oppose abortion, but um, it is a state issue, and let the states figure this out. And that's what Roe v. Wade, that's why, you know, basically saying Roe v. Wade was a mistake. The federal government shouldn't be involved in that type of a decision. That it should be a states' rights issue. Let the states compete. And right now, the states, they're supporting strict abortion laws and anti or strict anti-abortion laws are doing very well. And it's the states that support the abortion laws. Abortion's a losing topic for the Democrats. This issue is going to actually, they think that it's going to bode well for the uh, 2022 election. They think that somehow this is going to be a centerpiece. Let it be. Let it be because the where the Democrats have been on this issue is absolutely outrageous. California just passed a law that says you can kill a baby, I think it was 7 to 10 days. I mean, that is just unbelievable. Where is the where is the line on that argument? Is it one is it going to be eventually 1 year or is it eventually if your child is under 18 years old, you can kill it? I mean, where's the line? And the Democrats, you know, you give them an inch, they, they want everything. You know, with the trans and the LGBTQ, they, they wanted acceptance. They wanted to end phobia. They, they basically just wanted to be accepted in society for their choices, for their social choices, for their belief, for whatever mental illness they might even have. They wanted that. Because frankly, I think we're all born a certain way. But I think a lot of that behavior is learned. It's a sexual preference. There are people that have sexual preferences. It doesn't always mean that you were born that way. And I don't think it's settled science. And I don't claim to be the uh, person who knows this. Meaning... This is my opinion, but I don't claim to be the scientist that absolutely can prove this without, but I'm not going to cast my view down your throat. And I know that there's many families out there that have children that 
are gay and they would probably say you are born this way, maybe. I absolutely just, I don't think so. I don't think it's that way. But that's my choice, my belief. I think it's a learned behavior. I think it's a social choice. For a lot of reasons. Self-esteem, self-respect, self-confidence. A lot of experiences, a lot of human experiences, a lot of choices lend itself to behavior. And that's my take. That's always been my take on it until somebody gives me a better way to think about it. Um, But, you know, there was this NBC guy that just got busted. He's busted. And he's on tape. And you should... We're going to play this clip because it's just so outrageous. He got busted wide open. Basically, this guy, NBC's Zach Wheeler... Uh, who's pretty high-ranking at, at NBC, and this is the culture that they breed. Making excuses for eight minutes after being caught trying to molest a 15-year-old decoy. So the decoy was 15 years old. Let's just take a listen to part of this. And uh, again, I think this is just behavior. I see the kid... You said he lost his father. The father died. Yeah. The mother died. Said, are you trying to catch a predator? Because I'm not one. I, I am not a predator. Because so you think over some innocent stuff? No, like because that. I'm actually a kind Christian person okay, on, who we, actually cares about people. And I have this, and now you're going to ruin my whole entire life. Hang on one second. I'm going to lose my job and everything. You were talking about coffee. I mean, how old my uncle was? I have no desire. Let's see. I have no desire. Let me ask you something. Out of the how many 30 some people we caught how many things said that i'm just going to show up and tell them to they go home all said every one they of them all did of every course. one of them but i can tell you that i truly mean it so why that were you... i was not i wasn't even going to come here because i knew that this was you guys and i figured actually this was actually a good story to do i did know it was you yeah, yeah. i did know it was oh, you sure. i hadn't listen can i claim I the stage for two minutes yes <laughs> you said look at your beautiful eyes i said i think we'd hit it off honestly you're into thick, chubbier guys. Any shirtless pics? Don't interrupt me yet, please. That already sounds bad. Yeah. That already sounds, sounds bad. bad. Just weird back questions. Not helping your side. Let's just say I'm a public figure. So you're in 11. Clearly, we went over multiple times about the age of high yeah. school. And, you know, 15. So let's not backtrack over 18. Uh, I'm afraid to be ambushed. I want to cuddle. Who would say that to a minor? If now you you're trying to say you were here listen. to just help him and drop him off. Listen, you wanted I, to cuddle. I was not ever going to. How long is this going to take? Because I really want to stop. You're free to go whenever. Five you more want. minutes, but you are free to go. So what's going to happen next? You're going to post this everywhere. We'll talk about we're, that after. It, like I said, it depends on. Do you need money? It depends no. on how you handle this situation. So right now, okay. part of this is in your. Control. All right, because I will do honestly. I will. I will help you guys find more predators if you want. I know you think I'm some sick predator, but I'm really not. I know, but we don't need to help. I, I know, but, I'm, but I would like to broadcast that. I would like to well, actually do a story. Working with local news channels, we get it broadcast. Well, good, then let's get a broadcast. Well, we're going to broadcast you. Why? <laughs> I did not do anything. Okay. You showed up to meet a kid. I did show up. I showed up. I did show up. I showed up to tell him that he needs to not 
go with people that are older than him. Hang I on, really you do. do you know that's already a felony? Yeah, I know it is a felony. Nope. It's a felony to have sex. It's a that's felony. Right. Even to lure a minor. Sex. I didn't lure any minors. Oh, you did? I did not lure any minors. All right, well, There's hang on. No you sent a picture here. of a nice teddy, no teddy bear here. puppy. Very nice dog, by the way, in Philadelphia. Yeah. You said, he'd like to sleep with you, too. I said, oh, is that a real pic? He's so cute. You said, yeah, doggy. I want... Oh, you get the idea, right? I mean, it's it's disgusting. And again, this is the culture over at NBC. This is a high-ranking guy named Zach Wheeler and busted. And just, this is how they spin it, too. This is how they spin it. You know, uh, last night, uh, there was the Met Gala. So they had the White House Correspondents' Dinner over the weekend, and now they had the Met Gala. Last year, remember, uh, Ocasio-Cortez had taxed the rich that dress, and that was kind of stupid. And then um, this year, you got the mayor of New York City, former police guy, right? Tough guy. But, you know, anti-gun, wearing a suit with sequins, after getting a pedicure, by the way. <laughs> and ugh. and then and then basically uh the sign is, you know, the Ghostbuster sign, you know, like a no uh red circle with a line through it. Guns. And that's supposed to end gun violence. You know, the cities with the strongest gun control laws are the cities with the highest gun violence and you know we could talk all day about that there's lots of reasons why that is the case just like you know black on black crime uh, and general black crime being higher isn't about race it's about single parent homes but the Democrats never want to talk about the solutions. They want to politicize and try to exploit every opportunity. Don't ever let a good chaos go to waste. So they exploit every opportunity to try to uh, to gain game the system. You know, they could easily help black people by addressing black problems, right? The black crime problem could be addressed by focusing on single-parent homes and getting rid of some of these incentives, these welfare incentives that are gamed by black families where they're rewarded if, if they're a single mom. And that's not necessarily a good thing. And we need to stop that. And we're going to go ahead and take a uh, we're going to go ahead and take a caller today. Caller, I'm kind of yeah. Hi, Scott. I'm sorry to break up your chain of thought here, but I thought you'd find this of interest. Today, when I went to go to your website, I have a warning by McAfee Web Advisor. This is a site that's a little risky to us, so we flagged it just in case. Make sure you just trust this site if you choose to proceed. What in what site words, did you go to? I I have I cannot get to your website on my computer uh, anymore. Okay, but sir, I sir, I have, I have five websites. I don't know which one you're talking about. 
I'm talking about your website. Scott Adams Show? That's correct. Okay. You're getting flagged with a McAfee advisory warning. Now, I've had to... I had, the okay. only way I can get your website anymore Thank you. is to go a roundabout method to get there through TalkStream Live. When I attempt to go to the website uh-huh. available through them, this is what comes up. Ah, Okay. I'll have to take a look at it, but, I, you know, right now I'm in the middle of a live show. <laughs> yes, I know you are. And yeah. I'd also like to have you speak about some kind of why the United States is provoking a war in Ukraine. We are provoking this war. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've okay. talked Thank about that. We're yeah, provoking the war. Been. Yeah, it's good for, good for the military-industrial complex. It's good for the New World Order. It's good for... Um, uh, actually, uh, rerouting cash. Thank you for calling in, though. Um, yeah, it's it's. There's a whole lot of things. You know, um, Tucker Carlson said something last night uh, that was actually kind of profound. I don't 100% agree with it. As much as much as I love Tucker Carlson, I don't 100% agree with everything he says. Obviously, I completely disagree with. His choice on J.D. Vance. I think that's horrible. J.D. Vance uh, was, you know, someone who supported McMullen and uh, Mitt Romney and is aligned with Mitt Romney and, you know, is doing well because he's connected. He's the Washington insider. He's not this hillbilly guy, you know, who wrote a book on uh, hillbilly eulogy. I mean, he is that guy, but he's a Yale grad. He's a silver spoon guy. He's not a blue collar guy. And and like I say, I've been to many events where he's been. I know the social circles he hangs out with. I I, I happen to know a lot about J D Vance. And I got and and uh, Leonora's actually worked with him on some things. He's not a bad guy. He's not a not an he's an, he's a nice guy. He's okay. But he is part of the swamp. He, if there's any question about whether he's a rhino or not, you know, he endorsed and backed and supported Evan McMullen to try to steal the election in 2016 away from Donald Trump. Anything, anyone who could have done that is not the person you think he is. And he aligned himself with Mitt Romney. And he trashed Trump every chance he could get. So you got Dolan, who's second right now, running second to J.D. Vance. And you got Mandel. And I don't care what Trump says about this one or not. I know Trump endorsed Vance, and I just can't square that. I can't. So, you know, it's my two cents, and my two cents says that I endorse anybody, any Republican in the Ohio Senate race other than J.D. Vance. He would be my last pick. J.D. Vance would be my last pick in the Republican primary in Ohio. And uh, I just, I was very disappointed by that uh, Trump endorsement because it's so powerful. And it likely will be the case. I think that I saw a poll today says J.D. Vance has a 71% chance of winning. 
that his the poll number the other poll numbers the NBC poll is twenty six to twenty two to twenty one, and that's uh, twenty six for Vance, twenty two for uh, Dolan, and twenty one for Mandel. So it's anybody's race between Mandel and Dolan. But people need to stop buying into the mass media appeal because that's how we get the wrong candidates because money. People are so easily swayed by the packaging. And that's the frustrating part about it is if they just look beyond the packaging and do some digging, you'll find that this is a mistake for Ohio. That once J.D. Vance gets into the Senate, He's going to get it a boy by none other than Mitt Romney. You watch. And it's sad. We keep making these stupid mistakes. And how do we get here? Well, I'm telling you, folks, it's right there, right on the wall. And people are going to make that mistake again. I just know it as sure as Crisco. You know, it's going to happen. And there's nothing I can do to stop it. But I'm here to say it before it happens. I wish Ohio would wake up and not endorse a Mitt Romney disciple, uh, a protege, a Mitt Romney protege, and a and an Evan McMullen endorsing candidate. And Evan McMullen had nothing but disdain. They were no better than the Lincoln Project Republicans. The Lincoln Project Republicans. The Bill Crystals of the world, you know, and, and the Weekly Standards of the world and the uh, Sean Hayes and all these other people that we've managed to get rid of in the Republican Party. And it took a lot. It was like a, a deep, deep rooted tooth. And the thing is, is we're going back to that. It's a mistake. And I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you that. But there is good news on the horizon. Joe Biden's polls are getting crushed. Let's take a listen to this. Gary, just walk us through this. How steep of a decline are we talking about here? I mean, it is a big, big, big decline. I mean, if you look, this is Gallup polling, approve of President Joe Biden's job as president. Now look at this. Just 38 percent of 18 to 29 year olds, 67 percent of black adults. Look back to where we were last year. January to June of 2021, it was 61 percent, 18 to 29 year olds. Black adults was 87 percent. Look at the change down 23 points among adults, 18 to 29, down 20 points among black adults. Those are huge drops for you. That's going to spell disaster for the Democrats in 2022. There's no doubt about it. And uh, Trump's coattails are really strong. And that part, that part you could take to the bank. Uh, everything he touches turns to gold. Everything he says proves to be right. So, you know, you can't argue with success. And I said um, about J.D. Vance and about Mehmet Oz and and about some of these candidates that Trump endorsed, Trump made it very, very clear. He said, you know what? If I was using the standard that said, you know, I'm only going to endorse candidates that that spoke well about me, there will be hardly anybody in Washington left. That, that just about everybody spoke ill or spoke poorly against Trump. 
except for the Scott Adams show and probably a lot of people that listen to this show. Uh, we're on the Trump train since the very beginning. I was on the Trump train since before he went down the escalator in 2015. So, you know, and I was, I've swayed a lot of votes over to Trump. But, you know, he's been right about a lot of this stuff, a lot of everything. Every, and that's why org is so much supporting America First Policies to Make America Great Again. That's our slogan over at org. But one of the things we're going to be doing uh, this year, and because we're not allowed to pick and choose candidates over at MAGAPAC because we're a 501c3 public charity, uh, what we could do is support issues legally. And, uh, And one of the things we're going to be doing is printing up pamphlets to uh, in the written up in Spanish to uh, to impact the migrants coming across the southern border to let them know that where they're leaving where they're coming from where they're coming from is a tyrannical socialist dictatorship whether it's Venezuela or whether it's Ukraine or Russia these are not democracies whether it's the Middle East, uh, whether it is the Triangle States, you know, Colombia, Honduras, um, and uh, a whole host of other countries that are run by, you know, tribal uh, warlords and things like that in Africa. They're coming from all over the country, all over the world as well. But when they come across these borders, um, they're leaving something behind that they don't want here. And we're here to tell them that the Republican Party is the American Party. That if they're coming to America for a better life, don't come here and vote for the life that they had, which is the Democrat Party that will put them back in shackles, that will put them back in depression. That will put them back in high inflation. That will put them back into poverty. If they want a better life, they ought to vote for the Republican Party because we could sell, we could sell, America could sell migrants on conservatism. And I think that's one of the things that's happening is Hispanics are leaving the Democratic Party in droves. And yes, it's still predominantly Hispanic. Yet people are coming from all over the world with their diseases and their criminal record and everything else in between. And so what Trump said coming down the escalator is there are a bunch of rapists and murderers and some are good people. And that's absolutely true. So, uh, yeah, there's an, oh, there, there's this, there's this, uh, post. It says the second consecutive democratic president has exploited abortion rights as campaign issue and then done nothing to permanently protect them. So they were basically quoting Joe Biden as saying Roe v. Wade is the law of the land and we must fight and, uh, any and all attempts to overturn it. As president, uh, this was before he would be president, right? So 
as president, he would codify Roe versus Wade. He said that on stage in a debate as well. And what's interesting about that is I don't think Biden's going to be able to do anything. I don't think his cohorts and his cronies are going to be able to do anything. His puppet masters are not going to be able to do anything. They have themselves so knee-deep um, in in a quagmire of issues. The Fed rate is going to increase rates right now. They're raising the rates. And in addition to that, what's happening is they have no political muscle. Their, their numbers, as we heard with the poll that we just listened to, is in the tank. They've botched Afghanistan. They've botched Ukraine. They got us into a war with Russia. Uh, they're escalating that. Um, and again, what Tucker said last night was he said, because they blamed Russia for they started to believe their own lies. This is what Tucker Carlson said. That they started to believe their own lies about the Russian hoax. So the Russian hoax was that Russia helped Trump get elected, which is not even the truth. But the reason why it's such a great thing to go after Russia and go to war with Russia and to fire rockets at Russia is because they're the evildoers that prevented Hillary from winning the election. And I thought that was an interesting point that Tucker made last night. I could have played his monologue, but that's in essence what he was saying. And it's kind of interesting. So the question is, what will Joe Biden do now? And will the Congress try to pack the court? We don't know. I could see them trying. And, but the thing is, is that guess who's up for re-election? Joe Manchin. Cinema from Arizona. All these different people. Oh, that, that was loud. I, sorry about that, folks. Um, hey, Caller, you're on the air. We have a minute left. Hey, Scott. Hey, it's Lance out of Austin. Hey, uh, when you just said something, I, I thought about who else is in the Russia we know of is uh, Edward Snowden. And, you know, this guy, he's a whistleblower. He had to, you know, go run and hide. You know, I wonder about the Supreme Court uh, uh, leaker. Is he going to have to go hide in Russia or, or is he going to have to go get a hide in the uh, uh, Ecuadorian uh, embassy, uh, you know, for leaking uh, sensitive documents to, to the American public? Yeah, right. No, fat chance because right? he's a liberal. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and they used to be all about this uh, uncovering the government corruption when they said the Republicans were doing it, and they were all about challenging the elections when they didn't feel like the yeah. elections were the But today, they're very quiet on these issues, aren't they? Yep, yep. And we know that it's a guy, too. We know that it's a guy. We know that he's liberal. And they're, they're going to get this guy. There's no doubt about it. I, I mean, if they do anything at all, he might just yeah. disappear. We'll never hear from him in a week. The story will be over, right? Right, absolutely. All right. All right. It's crazy. Hey, Have a good one, sir. All right. Take care. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I wanted to get to this really quick before we, uh, before we head out of Dodge here. There's this story, and I don't seem to have it. Oh, okay. So, uh, we already covered the... Oh, right here. This is it. So, uh, I read this report, and this was actually kind of uh, important. Xi's lockdowns, China, remember they were dragging people out of their house? And, well, this is having a major impact on trucking in America. 
And not only that, but the inflation, the Fed rate is Fed is going to raise the rates, making things more expensive, driving consumer spending down, right? Driving inflation up. Uh, And it's going to have a negative impact on your ability to buy things. So that's number one. That's going to reduce demand. But then at the same time, China, uh, their whole manufacturing is being shut down because of these COVID lockdowns. So the President Xi's lockdowns, the COVID lockdowns, is causing massive supply chain problems that will pull the rug out from under the U.S. truckers this summer as Fed raised interest rates, causing higher prices, slowing spending. So basically these ports where the trucks go to pick up the the loads are going to be mired down in backup and delays. Again, this is another supply chain nightmare that we're about to experience. In an election year, heading right into the 2022 election. I don't know, folks. It's going to spell big trouble, I think, for the Democrat parties. This could be the biggest landslide, especially if we can get ahead of the election rigging. Because there's no... The Democrats have squandered all the equity that they have. The only thing that can save them... There's two things that can save the Democrats. They can import illegal voters and use them. And that's what they're trying to do this summer. It's a race against time. And secondly, they can rig the system with the Dominion voting machines. And the Republicans in these state legislatures need to set impossible laws to prevent, you know, basically set laws into place that prevent this kind of fraud from happening so we can get our republic back. And that's what has to happen. And it has to be done... There needs to be a strong focus on states where it really matters first. Prioritize those states. And I think Ohio is one of those key states. Arizona is another. But there's a lot of states like that. But we need to do that. And we need to get our Congress back. We need to get our House and Senate back. And then we need to take back the White House in 2024. And that's how we get it done. All right, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the Scott Adams Show. Uh, be sure to check out magapack.org. Find out what we're doing over there to support America First policies to make America great again, magapack.org. They support the Scott Adams Show. And also, be sure to check out My Patriot Supply, mps.scottadamsshow.com. If you're going to head over to mypillar.com, be sure to use Red State as your promo code. And we're getting set up with a new sponsor, Balance of Nature. We'll be reporting that soon. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. Just to bury my kids right up to there.